Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was Christmas Day. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. The writer to the Hebrews, who, whose identity is not revealed to us in Scripture, but the writer to the Hebrews, the God-inspired writer to the Hebrews says, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. My dear fellow worshipers of the Christ child, Jesus was the center of everything for the Jewish Christians to whom this letter was first addressed. Sad to say for many of those believers, he was the center of why they were enduring all kinds of suffering and persecution. Because of the Christian message, they faced all kinds of persecution from well, those who continued in the old Jewish ways, which weren't the ways of the scriptures and God's word and God's promises. But they faced persecution and Satan went after them and attacked them like crazy. But of course, on the other side of the coin, you got to recognize, yeah, Jesus was everything. He was the cause for their suffering, but also the cause for their great joy and happiness in this life because because Jesus came into this world to live and to die for them and to pay for all of their sins. Um, with all of the problems that they faced, focusing on that fact that Jesus was their savior and their answer, that's what the writer to the Hebrews wanted to convince those Hebrew Christians of, that they had Jesus and that they had everything that they needed pointed out to them that Jesus was the center of God's plan of salvation for them. He was their God who, would also be, who had also become their brother. He was their priest who sacrificed himself for them once for all. He was their strength to endure, their motivation to keep pressing on. Jesus was the heart of their faith their hope and their life. And we'd say Jesus was everything to them. The writer to the Hebrews made this all so clear to his struggling friends. And he does the same thing for us as well. He also makes that clear to us. And at a time when, when the Christmas season and our holiday celebration seems to be getting more and more Christless, it's important to remember that Jesus Christ is the center of Christmas and really the center of all of our lives. So as the God-inspired writer to this letter, as the Holy Spirit-inspired writer to this letter begins his letter, he tells us just exactly who Jesus is, who this baby born 
in a barn in Bethlehem is that he is the eternal, the unfathomable God who took on our human nature to save us and to exalt sinners. The writer to the Hebrews said, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. Oh, think about the many prophets that are mentioned in the Old Testament. What they did is they preached and they taught and they lamented and they sang, they warned, they promised, they comforted. And God's whole purpose in sending those prophets throughout the years was because he wanted the people back then. He still wants people in his believing family. But the letter continues. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. And, and we'd say, of course, the prophets were great. And anyone who proclaims, faithfully proclaims God's word today, that, that's so great, that's so wonderful. But what an upgrade in having Jesus instead of the prophets, having God's son. We could say Jesus is God's Christmas greeting to the world. And what a message he proclaimed. Through his words, he was telling the people about God's love. Well, Jesus said, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish. But not only did he tell us of God's love, he was and is God's love. He showed us God's love, well, by coming into our world, by going to the cross, by battling against Satan and sin and winning the victory for us and, and rising from the dead to give us proof that he had won all things. And now, what God then did is it says that God appointed him heir of all things as, as true God Jesus didn't need to be appointed heir of all things because, well, he's the original owner when you get right down to it. He, along with the Father and the Holy Spirit, created all things. But as true man here, it talks about how he's appointed heir of all things. As the God-man, he is appointed heir of all things, of all creation and of all people, and that includes you and me by the grace of God. We belong to Christ because God appointed him heir and we are his inheritance. Well, our reading continues. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. When we picture Jesus in our minds, we see God's glory. We see what God is all about. And we know that he is a God who does hate sin and does demand that all sins be paid for. But that's just what Jesus came to do, to pay for all sins. And when we think about Jesus coming into the world, he didn't come into the world just to be a cute little baby. He came to be the Savior. He came to take care of the problem of our sins so that we could be with him forever. And well, he also sustains us in all things by his powerful word. He keeps the world going. And why does he keep the world going when, 
when maybe we think he should just give up on us, well, he keeps the world going because he is God's love. And he wants everyone to be with him forever. And he keeps on reaching out to more and more souls through his word. Again, Jesus is God's Christmas greeting to the world. And when he came into our world, he was saying, I love you and I want you to be with me forever. That's what his coming says to us. And his life, his death, his resurrection for us is proof that he loves us and wants us with him forever. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us your Son to be our Savior. Move us always to be sorry for our sins and help us to fight against the sin that would come into our lives and then help us to know your love and forgiveness and your desire to have us with you forever in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.